Hello, everybody. Dr. Rick Wallace, welcome to another marvelous Monday. Look, hopefully you had a great week last week. Uh, for those of you who celebrated the Thanksgiving holiday, hopefully you had a chance to spend time with loved ones and fellowship. Time is precious. Uh, don't waste any moment to spend with those you love and care about. Nothing is promised. Uh, make the most of that. So hopefully you had a uh, an awesome week. Hopefully you had a very enjoyable weekend. I know some of y'all out there uh, killing uh, killing the malls. Um, me, I spent most of my time actually in the office uh, working. Like I told you previously, this is about closing out the year strong. I believe in that. Uh, with all of my being, I believe that you don't wait until January 1st to start establishing the things you want to do differently or change or grow in. I think that that starts with building momentum as you begin to prepare to transition out of one uh, phase to the next. And in this instance, out of one year to the next, I believe that with all of my being and I practice it each and every year, you've probably heard me if you follow me talk about this. So that's what we're doing at Rick Wallace Enterprises is we are preparing preparing to go into next year with a bang. We're, we're preparing to do things in 2022 that we've never been able, we almost have been able to, we've never done to this point. And that's the goal, that's the focus. So that's that. And uh, look, it's Marvelous Monday. So I wanna share something with you. I wanna talk to you about something. Uh, people come to me because there's something that they want that they haven't figured out the way, the way to get it or the most expeditious way to achieve it. They want a fast tracked path uh, to some form of success. Maybe it's success in marriage, success in parenting, success in business, success in finance, whatever it is. And they understand that it's not just about a plan because you can go out and you can do research and you can find the plan. You may be able to pay somebody to make a plan. It's got to be something more. So what is it? They understand that it has something to do with their thinking. It has something to do with their mindset. It has something to do with their psychology about whatever it is. Your psychology about money is going to impact how you handle it, how you move, how you manage it, and ultimately how well you're able to do with it, period and foremost. You can have a, a bunch of, that's why you get people win the lottery and go broke. That's why you get uh, professional athletes and other people who come into large sums of money, have it for a while and then get broke because their psychology surrounding money was wrong. Their psychology about life wasn't where, where it was supposed to be. So people come to me for this. And, and the thing that most people think is that there's this button, this magic button that you push and all of a sudden everything's going to be great. Everything's going to be grand. Everything in your life is going to be exactly what you want it to. That's not how life happens. That's not how life works. Life is about what you create, what you do, how you manifest your realities and how that happens. Is it starts with a thinking process. It starts with a mindset. But ultimately, Here's the thing. They come in and say, well, I want this. Well, and, and my response to them, when they tell me what they want, I tell them real quickly. And you've heard me say this. If you followed me, uh, you heard me when they tell me what they want to say, you don't get what you want. You get who you are. You get what you become. So if it's something you want and you haven't been able to have it, it's because you haven't become the person capable of producing it. So this is about growth. Life is about growth. Life is about growth growth. And when you really truly learn the game, life is about intentional growth. In other words, I know exactly where I need to grow, how I need to grow, what I need to grow in. That's why people come to me, because I can tell you, OK, this is what you need to improve on. This is how you're going to do it. This is the way to get it done. OK, so but you have to develop. 
It's, it's not a magic button. It's not a magic potion. It's not magic words that you say. All of the things you say, all of the things you think matter, but it's about establishing a principle of progression. It's about establishing a direct path to where you're going. It's about developing and becoming who? The becoming of who? Who is who? Who is the person that you need to be to have something specific? Who is the person you need to become in order to have the best possible marriage? Who is the person you need to become in order to start this unbelievable business? Who is the person you need to become in order to uh, grow your financial portfolio? Who is the person you need to become in order to be a highly effective parent that produces children that go out into the world and change things and live their lives at the level of their design? Who is the person you need to become to produce any of the things that you desire to be? It's not just in wanting something. It's in becoming the person capable of having it. And the way that you have it is by producing it. You have to learn that you are in a process of becoming. Some people, unfortunately, are becoming more trifling. Some people are becoming more downtrodden. Uh, some people are becoming more invested in their poverty than they are the solutions to overcoming their poverty. Some people are, be you're always becoming, the thing is, what are you becoming? Are you becoming something that has the potential and the power to overcome the things you don't desire? Or are you the person that's becoming more entrenched in what you don't desire? Those are the questions that will, uh, the answer to those questions are what will determine how you land in this life, how you end up in this life, what you become in this world is going to determine how well you live your life. It's that simple. There's no way around that reality. You're not going to magic your way into it. You're not going to wish your way into it. You're not going to pray your way into it. What you're going to have to do is establish the fact that I'm willing to grow in something. I'm willing to learn something. I'm willing to develop in something. I'm willing to go in places that I've never been before so that I can take out things that I've never had access to before. That's one of the things you got to get out of the familiar. You've got to exit the familiar. Familiarity breeds content. Familiarity brings Compl uh, complacency, familiarity uh, breeds comfort, but comfort does not produce advancement and progression. You're going to have to learn how to move into spaces that you're not familiar with. One of the things I tell people all the time when they ask me, well, how did you get here? How did you get this done? How did you do this? How did you get to 25 books? How did you get to this with uh, with your degrees? How did you get to 40 plus business? How do you this is what I did. My grandfather told me a long time ago, and it's crazy that a person with a second grade education has such wisdom. That's why I don't put a great deal of investment in degrees while I've done very well in academia. That's not why I rest my hat. That's not where my confidence comes from. Uh, it's something I desire to do for one. I just want to prove I could do it. Number two, uh, I knew that it would open doors for me, but it's not where I rest my hat. I rest my hat on what I'm capable of doing and knowing that I can become anything I desire to become to do anything I desire to do. But something my grandfather put on me early on, he says, you are smart. He says, there's no denying that. But don't let you being smart be the very thing that keeps you from being great. And I'm like, Daddy, what are you talking about? He said, try not to be the smartest person in the room. Because when you're the smartest person in the room, you can't grow. Or your growth potential is limited. Why? Because there's very little you can learn. Everybody's there to learn from you. It's okay every now and then, but that's not where you want to thrive at. That's not where you want to spend your spend your time in spaces that you're not familiar with. 
Spend your time in spaces where you're the one learning, where you're not the big fish in the small pond. Yeah, it's uncomfortable because by the time you rise to a level of something exceptional in one in, in one room, instead of sitting in the, sitting in that room and gloating about I'm the smartest person here, you're leaving that room to go to the room where you're no longer the smartest person, but probably the least smartest. Why? Because that's where you're going to have the most growth. You got to get out of the familiar. You got to be willing to step outside of the space that you dominate in, the space that you excel in. You want to master it. You want to be great at it. And you want to know that you've got that. But in order to grow, you got to get out of that and go to the next space where it's time to learn again. It's time to be the student again. And that's the hard part for people. Nobody wants to be a student. Everybody wants to be the expert. And the thing is, that when you become the expert at everything, that's no place to learn. When you know everything, that's no place to learn. That's no place to grow. That's no place to develop. You have to develop. Another thing that I want to put on you is in a time uh, of the year when uh, depression is at its height, at a time of the year when people are struggling with what went wrong and who they lost and and, and, and anxiety and worry and stress is at an all-time high. I, I want you to start practicing the act of creating peace. I want you to start practicing the act of creating. There are so many things that we covet in this world that don't really bring us what we really truly need. Peace is a major element and component of being able to live your life at a high level. But when very few of us experience peace, why? Because we think we can go out and find it. See, you don't find happiness. You create it. You don't find peace. You create it. And how do you create it? Number one is you have to manage your environment and you have to be and you have to manage your thoughts. You manage your thinking, you manage your environment. You don't put yourself in toxic situations. You have spaces that you can operate in where there's low uh, volatility, low friction. But what you do is you manage your thoughts. You train yourself to perceive things in the way that produces the greatest level of peace. And the way you perceive the greatest level of peace is starting out by perceiving things through the lens of gratitude and confidence. Why? If I perceive through gratitude, I'm focused on the things I have, not the things I don't have. So immediately that lifts the level of my mindset and my state of existence. Number two, when I focus on things that uh, from a from from a place of confidence, then I engage things, understanding that no matter how bad it is, I have what it takes to overcome it. I'm built for this. I've been through much worse. I know I'll overcome it. What happens that when you have confidence, and you have gratitude, you can't stress, you can't worry, you can't find yourself in these low places that tend to drain you, tend to tear you down, tend to wear you out and tend to make you ineffective in the things that you should be pursuing and the things you should be doing. You have to create the environment. You create your peace. You create your peace by managing your environment. If people are in your environment that are bringing harm, bringing stress, bringing worry, bringing conflict, they don't need to be in your environment. You need to remove them. You need to make sure that your environment has the things in it that allow you to have a place of peace and operate in that peace. And the second part of the peace is confidence. Confidence that no matter what happens, I can take it. What happens when you're operating with confidence? No matter what comes into your circle, you're not shaken by it. And and that's important. I tell people all the time, you know, man, how are you dealing with this? How, how in the world are you dealing with that? And, and my response is nothing shakes the ground I stand on. And they're like, what do you mean by that? Absolutely nothing I'm going to go through is greater than my purpose or greater than my God. And if 
I'm operating in the presence of God, if I'm operating with God in me, if I'm a manifestation of God likeness, then there's nothing around me that's capable of destroying what I'm here for. I'm operating from a place that most people can't understand. So most people think I'm in denial. No, I see the circumstance. I just don't agree with it. I have the right to not agree with my circumstance. I have a right to not agree with what's going on, what's happening, how, how things are going. I have a right to sit up and say, I see it, but I desire to change it. I see it. I desire to overcome it. I see it. I desire to move through it. What I will not be is conquered by it. What I will not be is broken by it. What I will not be is held down by it. That's the thing you got to learn how to do. You got to move in confidence to the point where you sit up and say, no, nah, Nothing shakes the ground I stand on. I see the circumstance, but my purpose is greater. My God is greater. My faith is greater. My confidence is greater. Watch me walk through it. Watch me move over it. Watch me overcome it. Watch me prevail through it. That's the mindset that keeps you winning. Look, 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 look. look. I'm going to leave you with this. Your life is going to be what you make of it. Sounds cliche-ish. Sounds, oh, well, well, I mean, I know you're going, there's some people out there going through some unbelievable things. I've been through it. I told you, I've woken up with snow on me. I, I, I've been through it. I've been through having people around me all day and feeling alone. I've been through it. I've been through people telling me, it sounds like a great idea, but I, I'm not willing to get behind it. You know. I've been through it. But what I can tell you is I'm still standing. What I can tell you is I'm still breathing. What I can tell you is that there's got to be something in you that's greater than the circumstance or you're going to get broken down and beaten down every time because you're not going to get around the circumstance. But you can't stand tall in it. That's the challenge I'm giving you. Stand tall in your circumstances. Stand tall in your disappointments. Stand tall in your frustrations. Stand tall in the things that you're going through. Hey, man, look, look, look. I said that was it, but look here. I've counseled. I've had had the privilege of counseling some some, uh, men who had uh, prestigious positions in the church, some mega mega pastors, so if you will. And in 2012, it's kind of weird because in 2012, if you've, you've, you've kept up with my story, you know, that was like the worst year of my life. I was going through it, but I'm counseling pastors. I'm counseling people in shelters. I'm counseling. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing things. I'm giving. I'm standing tall in the circumstance. And while I'm standing tall in the circumstance, I get a phone call from a pastor that I'm ministering to uh, out of out of Dallas. And he says, Doc, I need you to talk to me. I need you to tell me something because I'm about to walk away from it all. He said, I need you to tell me why black people who are the most prayed up, the most spiritual, the most churched people in America are constantly in a position of defeat. And I said, well, it's a number of things. Number one, we misunderstand the operation of faith. We misunderstand the powerful force and tool of prayer. We pray for things that we don't need to be praying for. 
Uh, we pray for things that we are never going to get a positive answer for because we misunderstand the assignment. The assignment is to come and wage war in a way that changes the world. The assignment is to be so powerful in our presence that we influence change in the world. The power is to be a representation of God through us, in us, as and, and as us. In other words, we're supposed to be so forceful that people look at us and get an image and idea of the massive power of divinity. And in, in other words, if people can't look at you and see God, you're not representing God. You're representing fear. You're representing anxiety. You're, rep you're representing uh, trepidation. You're representing uncertainty. You're representing everything that has absolutely nothing to do with the God in you. And that's the power. That's why you're defeated is because you're expecting God to just show up and write everything and do everything and fix everything. And that's what you're praying for. That's not what prayer. Prayer is about revelation. Prayer is communing with the consciousness of the God mind. Prayer is sitting up and saying that's absolutely no problem that there isn't already an answer to. I'm going to put myself in a place where I can commune with the divine and receive the answer in a place that I can apply it. Plans about revelation. And what you've got to do is realize there has to be an applied action to the revelation. You can't just sit back and say, because if it was all about God doing it from a place of divinity and, 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 and mysticism, it wouldn't be a need for me. The reason I'm here is because God is moving in me, through me, as me. So what happens? I'm a manifestation. I mean, no matter what you look at, I'm a manifestation of God. I'm a representation of God and I have to act like it. I have to move like it. I have to function like it. Look, on this, on, on this final note, you've got to learn to stand tall in your divinity. You've got to learn to stand tall in your faith, in your confidence, but you've got to learn to stand tall in the circumstance. Life isn't about just experiencing the good. Anybody can sit up and hold their hands up in a victorious stance when everything is going the way that they anticipated or desired. Look, it is when things don't look the way you want them to that you are able to stand in power and declare within your mind, within yourself, within your speech, within your actions, that nothing shall stop you from doing the things that you have been set out to do, the things that you desire to do in your life for the good of everyone around you. That's the important thing. What are you trying to do it for? If the intent is to empower others, if the intent is to bless others, if the intent is to expand your reach and touch lives, then it cannot be withheld from you. But you're going to have to learn how to fight through fight for and stand and evolve and develop. Remember that. On that note, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. Look, in the description box, uh, I told you uh, over the past week, we are doing the rapid change breakthrough session in observance of uh, this whole Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Cyber Week thing. We are doing it at uh, half price. And for those of you who have been listening to me doing the readings from uh my most popular book, Critical Mass, you're going to get a free copy of Critical Mass. So you get to sit down with a rapid change breakthrough session and get a one-on-one -on -one with me. And we're going to go through it all. Uh, the information is in the description box. Also, I've partnered with uh, Linktree. And we through that, I've been able to put all of the top resources that we offer. 
on in one space so you can go down if you want to check out all the things we leave just click that one space and it's going to show you all the resources that are there for you that you can take advantage of throughout the holidays but if you want to work with me in a one-on-one -on -one, if you say man i just need this right i just need to figure this one thing out i just need to get past i can't figure it out this is the place to do that at the rapid change breakthrough session unbelievable success rate through the roof i get it done if you come prepared and committed, we get it done. I'm inviting you. I'm, I'm inviting you to come sit down with yours truly. And let's talk about where you're going in 2022. Don't you dare go in 2022, the same space and the same ideas, the same ideologies and thoughts that you have gone through 2021 with. It's time for elevation. And that doesn't happen through osmosis. It doesn't happen just because you go into 2022 and say, I'm going to make some New Year's resolutions. It changes because you change and evolve and you develop. Let's talk about it. On that note, I'm out of here. As I always say, I'm going to live my life on full. I'm not going to leave anything behind. Dr. Miles Monroe said that the wealthiest place in the on the planet is the cemetery. He said you'll find books unwritten, businesses unstarted, uh, relationships uncultivated inventions not not follow through on and and and, and ideas un, 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 not un, unveiled and so much more i'm not taking anything to the grave uh, first of all i ain't going to the grave i'm told them look cremate me there's nothing in that the the the, the, the part that matters is gone cremate me but what i can tell you is i'm not taking any of it to the grave uh from a symbolic standpoint I'm not going to leave potential. That's what living my life on full is about. I'm not leaving potential. I'm going to die on E. I'm going to die having given this life everything I had. That's my legacy. I look at so many people who aren't living their legacy. On that note, look, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. I've actually gone over. But uh, on that note, look, if you're really serious about working with me, the link is in that box. Let's make it happen. On that note, I'm out of here. You guys have an unbelievable day.